0: All right, Joe. Welcome back. Thank you. So uh, we're recording on a Friday night. Diamondbacks just pulled off a big win. The uh, series is tied up two two. Yeah, that 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 uh that that
1: closer at the end, that Seawald man. That Seawald really showed that he he's a clutch player. I mean, that was really a bottom of, or I guess, a top of a ninth. That you know, that was so much pressure, and he just pulled through. He got a call there on the yes on the second batter a little bit. I think it was the first, the batter, first
0: batter against Marsh.
1: Yeah, but you know what? It wasn't as much as they're going to make out of it. That that second
0: pitch, it was it was right on the line. I mean, no, the first pitch that he got for the strike, the inside uh, call, yeah. that one was a little like you know that what that one,
1: was. It was good
0: catching, good catching, yeah. and good movement on the pitch when they when they yeah. when they uh, tracked it going back on the replay. Yeah, it was coming back into the plate. I mean, you're you're in the playoffs, dude. Like, I understand that you're upset that you're getting calls on both ends of the plate, but... Well, plus Marsh is used to getting calls. And that
1: lineup right there is... So good. Is is really good. From, from there to, like,
0: about three or four batters in, they're all just... Well, because Marsh was uh, the eighth. He's the eighth batter. Oh, okay, yeah. So, like, they're essentially just gearing up the mm-hmm. bottom of their lineup to, like, you know, transition back into the top. Yep, because then... Yeah, you've got Schwarber, you've yeah, got uh, Schwarber Trey Turner. I mean, Schwarber hit clutch ball, too, right there mm-hmm. with that,
1: that that double that, I don't know, maybe Schwarber should go a little faster, but, <laughs> I mean, he's not known for wills, so I don't, I don't think, but, no. I mean, I, it's like, you're at the end of the game. Yeah. It wasn't going to be a triple, but they bounce off the walls uh, uh, in, the, in Chase Field, kind of weird,
0: and the players know that
1: about that field.
0: Yeah. But I mean, Alec Thomas, huge two hit or two run Homer. yeah, I right mean, into the pool. yeah, that that was huge. I couldn't believe it. Oh, uh, did it go right into the pool? Yeah,, well, right into
1: the pool. Huh, I didn't even know that, but I saw that they're down by two and
0: then got that home run. Yep, and then uh, the RBI, I believe in the next inning, I think it was to uh, give him the lead and ran off with it. But uh, all right. So <clears throat> Joe, I've got a question for you. I've had multiple people ask me about the the name of the second podcast that's going to be coming out. Okay. So are we name dropping that today? What do you think? Yeah. All right. Um I still might bleep it out cuz it's still a work in progress, but right. if uh if we feel it's right, it's the name of the podcast is Joe, I want you to do the honors. All right. Uh
1: I did come up with it, if I remember right. You did. giving myself credit. It's joking. It, it's behind the fence. Behind the fence. We're too cheap to buy tickets into the Lobo <laughs> to, into the Lobo games. Just kidding. It's just too packed, and and we always we always park behind the fence, and I can't almost see any play. You can't ever tell what's going on and, from out there. Yeah, most of the time we're parked in a pretty bad spot, so it should be really. Uh, it should be filled with sports,
0: opinions, and blindness. This one is definitely like our this, the Tender Mercies podcast is definitely uh, sports filled, but this one's—I mean—it's going to be almost exclusively sports. Yeah. So we're no uh, no date on the drop of that one. We'll obviously keep you guys in the loop. This mm-hmm. one might be a Patreon exclusive. Okay. Um, we'll figure that out. Probably not because we we got to, we got to get a, we'd have to get a Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) We got to sign up for a Patreon, but, uh, yeah, behind the fence. Um, I have the first episode lined out. I have a couple ideas. I have a couple of guests I want to bring on uh, a couple of interviews that I want to do. So, um, I'll get those and then we'll, we'll provide our final thoughts after we get all of the audio we need. Right. Uh, yeah, let's jump into a draft, Joe. Breakfast foods or home appliances? Hmm. Ooh, first I gotta start
1: with Go ahead. We spent about forty two out of forty six minutes on monster energy drinks last podcast <laughs> I noticed.
0: <laughs> very, very energy energy drink heavy. All right. What were those you said? Breakfast and what? Breakfast foods or house appliances.
1: I mean either one. <laughs>
0: I want to do house appliances because I feel like I have a fun list.
1: All right. I I, I
0: have a favorite house appliance. All right. my only – yeah, it's easily my favorite. So Spotify has the ability to post polls. Okay. So I posted a poll on this last episode, and we had one vote. And I know who it was. It was Lisa. Thank you. And she voted for you, Joe. She said that she liked your list better. And with that being said, before we – Say that again because I just heard a compliment. (laughs) Lisa – she voted for you. She said that your list of energy drinks was better. Oh, okay. <laughs> and she left. Uh, she left a message on. Okay. She DM'd the Tender Mercies podcast. All right. And left a review on it. What did she do that on, like, a email or what? A DM. So you a know, DM on private what? message on uh, on Instagram. Oh, how about them? Okay. All First right. one ever. Okay. All right. Let me get into it here. So. <clears throat> Uh, I listened to it on the way home. A couple of things. One, thanks for the shout-out. Two, Joe's right. 90s basketball was where it's at. Watching Jordan in his prime with Scotty Pippen, Steve Kerr, Dennis Rodman. What a time for basketball. Word. And the Suns, when they played the Bulls in the 93 championship, Dan Marley, Kevin Johnson, Charles Barkley, all the good old days. Oh, yeah. Number two, I don't do energy drinks. But I decided to vote for Joe because he sounds <laughs> like a diehard, loyal energy drinker. Three.
1: Hey, you're smart not to do energy
0: drinks. Yeah. Very smart. Three. I remember your dad talking about Rooster Booster all the time. I think it was at the station. Was it like QT or Mavs? Obviously, this is a QT drink. Yeah. My dad was a Circle K goer, but I imagine living in the valley, being able to get Rooster Booster, he was a guy that, you know, he'd stop yep. by QT for that. Mm-hmm. Um, number four. When I did drink energy drinks back in the day, I only liked one, and it was called Amp. Ask Joe if he remembers that one. Amped? I think it was amp, amp. Oh, amp. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do. Um, ask amp. Joe amp. if he remembers that one. I think it was like Mountain Dew.
1: Yep, it was. Uh, that's a good call. It was kind of. It was a big one. It. It was one. Yeah, it was Mountain Dew. She's right. I just mm-hmm. looked it up.
0: Yeah, the hospital has it and sells it. It's yeah. pretty good.
1: It's pretty good, right? Yeah. It's like kind of a lemon lime kind it, of. Deal. It's very
0: much Mountain Dew. Is it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah amp. Mm-hmm. Mountain Dew actually puts out
0: some pretty good. Their kickstarts like higher caffeinated. Well, they have kickstarts, yeah. and then they have the other ones. I don't remember the name of those. Yeah, let's
1: talk about it for the next forty-four minutes. Of
0: course, <laughs> this this episode is sponsored by Mountain Dew, <laughs> and their energy drink line. No, and then she ended the she ended the message by saying, "P.S. Joe sounds like a cool fella. Hope to meet him one day." Ah, oh, thanks, Lisa. You too. So, I've um, heard I've heard good things about you from Trey. I think we can I think we can arrange that. Yeah, for sure.
1: All right. Come anytime you're up here. Come to our house. Sounds
0: good. Um, and that's from Lisa. Sounds good. Um, all right. So, <clears throat> because you won, Joe, I'll let you decide the order of the draft. Um, uh, well, let's go. I only have
1: one, so I hope <laughs> that works. Sure, go for it. My top is the vacuum. The vacuum. The vacuum's the best appliance ever. Easy. Okay. And that includes if you're not a carpet person, you know, if you have whatever. I don't know what the hell pick floors, that was. Whatever. Vacuum. <laughs> you know, the vacuum's an appliance. It is,
0: but it is not a top house appliance. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: it is. Oh, think no. about it real quick. Okay, you, I'm trying. You, okay, clean your house, right? Yeah. If and you clean it, you you do a nice clean that day, like a deep clean. Little little a deep clean. Are you ever not going to vacuum? No, not with a deep clean. Be I'm mean, yeah. or maybe you're not. I don't know. But I I know a vacuum to me it's like uh are you going to are you going to uh come up with a really great analogy and then send it to us at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know but, what it's
0: like to deep clean without your vacuum. I, I I'm surprised you're laughing at that one. No, I I think it's a great appliance. I I'm, I'm not saying that it's not. <laughs> Uh, I just didn't even cross my mind when I was putting this list together. All right. All right. Um, so this one's, this is one I appreciate a little more given my, my history, uh, like an AC slash heater unit.
1: Uh, household appliance. That's not an appliance. All right. That's, uh.
0: That's, a, that's an
1: ac unit
0: but i'm down with you on that i'm just saying joe all right living in arizona let's take it out of your house for a summer no, and I a winter agree. well i've done it <laughs> <laughs> i've been there No same <laughs> telling i lived in phoenix with no ac unit that sucked
1: yeah it's it's uh i remember all my apartment living half of it was that way plus never ac in the in the vehicle when i lived down there. that's right but no okay we'll give you that i guess um I'm confused. I'm as confused with your appliances as you are with
0: mine. <laughs> I'm just saying that is such a such a beauty of life is having an AC unit or it like is. a heater. It you is. know, because we live we live in a in a pocket of Arizona where our summers obviously are very hot. Yep, and our winters we get snow. I mean, we live in Snowflake, so you got to have both. Yeah, we also live in a in a climate too where. Like I
1: do have AC unit and it's nice, but you can have like evap coolers up here. Yeah, and they work mm-hmm. for most as long as it's not humid. They work, they work, and they work well. My, yeah. my that's what my dad has, and he's got a pretty big house, and it it cools it up. You know, it cools it down, mm-hmm. r- cools it up, it cools yeah, it up, cools it down really well. Anyway, that was fascinating.
0: Yeah, I apologize for the cough. I haven't been feeling great, but I wanted to podcast when I was still feeling the high of the Diamondbacks winning. No. I figured that would help bring some energy. All right. All right. Uh, Joe, you're number two. Oh, uh, a vacuum. <laughs> but a dust buster. No, I'm just kidding.
1: Um, well, these appliances are confusing me, people. So <laughs> I'm going to say uh, the dishwasher. That one's on my list. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I actually think dishwasher is a little overrated. If ever, if you just did the dishes every time you did yeah. You, you, ate. Ate. You, you wouldn't need one, but I know I understand who most people aren't doing that. So no, it, especially not me. It's great. Yeah, I know. I mean, dishwasher's great, I guess. I don't know. I'm, I'm not that. Um, <laughs> I'm not You're really, talking
0: your own pig down. <laughs> I'm not that into
1: appliances. <laughs>
0: that's why that's why I thought I'd like this one, you know, but um, all right. My number two, I'm going to go Instapot.
1: Instapot. I didn't know what that is. Uh, when I make that cheesy spaghetti. Oh, okay. All right. It's yeah. like uh, you talking about like a inst- uh, pressure cooker thing? Yeah, the pressure cooker. You talking about like, what's the pressure cooker that
0: Lindsay always uses? What's it called? The Instapot. There's there's a second function and that's also one of my... Uh,
1: oh, she calls it something else other than Instapot though.
0: And what she calls it, I know what you're talking about, but that's my third pick. Oh, tech. what? The... Air fryer. Air fryer.
1: Yeah. So they're the same thing to me. So
0: You guys have the two-in-one, so All that's right. nice, but...
1: Most people don't. All right. Oh, I know mine microwave.
0: That one, that that one was on my list too. I ate
1: hot pockets
0: tonight. Um, yeah. So microwave, great choice. I'm not, I'm not going to ridicule that one. That one's on my list as well. Um, but yeah. So air fryer is my number three. Okay. Um, all right. It makes life so easy. All the way to throw ours away. Amazon sent me a, an email saying that our, our air fryer was made with, uh, materials known to cause cancer and, uh. they were like, and they're like, it's really bad.
1: Did they send you another one or
0: something? No. Oh really? No. That's weird.
1: Um, Amazon hit us up. So, my, and my fourth I'll say is, <laughs> uh, the thing that hangs bananas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, ripens ripen them faster. The, the
1: banana hanger. Yeah. What's yours?
0: My number four. Joe, this is a new appliance, and I think that when we get a house, I'm gonna buy two of these. Right. It's a two-in-one washer and dryer. Oh. So the days of and it's not like the stacks, right? Because right. there's like the stacks where, you know, the the dryer or the water no washers on bottom, dryers on right. top. It's not that. It's one machine. You put it in, it washes your clothes, drains it, dries it. You really done. have those, huh? It's new, yeah. Pretty I, new. It makes sense. Yeah. because... I I'm one of those that I'm so bad. I will start a load of laundry, forget it's there. And for a week later, I'm like, okay, I got to do some laundry, need some clothes. I go in, i lift have that lid up and I want to throw up. Right. And so, uh, right. Oh, by the way, I got a, I got an email today too. Really? It's not an email. I don't,
1: I got a text today from a person. You want to hear real quick? Yes, please. All right. He said, Okay, love the podcast. Trey continues to show us true callers. However, you notice how I said callers instead of callers. However, he did not talk about the pride callers. But again, he wants to kiss Booker. And if he gets in the ring with a guy in the first round, he said he's going down what does that mean so tom talks a lot about gay stuff which is interesting you know anyway i'm gonna keep going here energy drinks (laughs) do you know they have that rooster booster in the fountain drinks and qts right oh trey actually just said that
0: yeah i did know that
1: i did like the commentary on the golden years of basketball here's some names to drop ac green good call uh tom ac green um uh well AC green was he both a laker and a son i have no idea who that is oh really uh was it AC Green, like the guy that was like famous for being solvent for anyway, I think that was him. And I think he was Laker and son. And I'm surprised you don't know who he is, but you probably do. Anyway, uh, he said AC, he, he actually owned a business in Holbrook. James Worthy. We can't forget. So all, all Tom names is Lakers here. Wilt Chamberlain. Makes uh, (laughs) sense because guess
0: who else played for them? That's right. Magic Johnson. Yeah. Magic. Great player.
1: Wilt Chamberlain, who made it to home plate almost as many times as he made baskets, if you know what I mean. I don't know what you mean, Tom. And what about Tom Chambers? Ooh, uh, Trey's got a Tom Chambers story for you in a second. Yes. i Also, he put. I did like the energy drink dialogue. Maybe you could look at ethnic foods. I was just talk about meat prices, but Trey would take that in a bad direction. Once again, I'm not sure what was happening here, but anyway, um, I think I think I think is I think Tom's acting woke. I think that's the word. Anyway. Uh, then he put. Oops, AC Green actually owned a business in Holbrook. Uh, yeah, that reminds me. What's your Tom Chambers story?
0: My Tom Chambers story.
1: Who's Tom Chambers, by the way?
0: Tom Chambers. He was a part of that Phoenix Suns team that you talked about um, playing against the, you know, Michael Jordan Bulls back in '93. Yep. I, I
1: actually don't know if Chambers was on the '93 team, but
0: I'm 99% sure he was.
1: Uh, yeah, he probably was. But my, for uh, for me, Chambers was probably playing like. In, definitely in the '80s, you know. Also, I get Chambers mixed up mixed up with Kurt Rambis sometimes. Do you remember Kurt Rambis from the Lakers? Anyway, uh, but Chambers probably was in '93. You're right. I just remember the starting always being Marley, Barkley, KJ. Uh, you know, Chambers was probably in there, awesome. and, and like Oliver Miller or something like that, in the like, yeah. Uh, maybe Chambers was playing like center, but Chambers last year was the
0: '93 season with the Suns,
1: and then I don't know if you remember Oliver Miller, but uh, yeah, he was a big boy. Yeah, he's a really good basketball player. <laughs> Enormous boy, uh, uh, boy. I mean, man, whatever. I mean, uh, <laughs> big boy. He probably like was, I uh, was probably like over three hundred pounds playing in the NBA. You said
0: this was Oliver Miller, yeah.
1: He was Barkley's friend. Barkley, mm-hmm. I remember Barkley kind of mentored him. That team.
0: All right. So you said he was over three hundred.
1: Uh, he was probably well over three hundred.
0: Okay. How tall do you think he was? I mean, I don't remember. <laughs> uh, according to his about on Google, so take it for what it's worth. Six foot nine, two hundred eighty pounds.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I I'd be surprised if he wasn't over three hundred, that's interesting. Right here it says, he in it he blew into three hundred eighty pounds in in his NBA career.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. So, I wonder if that's a typo then on Google.
1: But yeah, three eighty. Can you imagine carrying on three eighty in the NBA? That's nuts. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, yeah. Oh, back to your Chambers story,
0: Tom Chambers. All right. Yeah, so Phoenix Suns player back in the '90s, 80s, 90s, and then uh, now Phoenix Suns commentator. Yeah, for a long time now. Long time. And uh, so let me take you back. This is actually right at the time Talley and I are starting to date more seriously. Um, I take off to Rocky Point with a couple of my buddies, and we go to Pollo Lucas, greatest restaurant in Rocky Point. And we're in Rocky Point in February. So it's cold. So not many people are on the beach. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, so we're the only ones in the restaurant. Uh-huh. We're eating, whatever. My back's to the door. <clears throat> and I look across the table at my buddy as we're having a conversation. And I realize he's looking back over me. Uh-huh. And he's looking pretty high up. And he kind of looks nervous. And I hear from behind me, hey, don't you say it word and I'm now scared uh, I think that we're we're getting beat up I don't know what's going on I look over my shoulder to see this monster man behind me and it was Tom Chambers yeah double fisting beers having the time of his life just talking Phoenix yeah just yeah I think he realized that you know we're looking at him and like huh like we, we right you know. so <clears throat> he uh he was telling us that he had a break from the Suns for a little bit and was just coming down here real quick. It's one of it, Pojo Lucas, yep. Tom Chambers' favorite restaurant in Rocky Point. So, if Tom Chambers loves it, the U.S. of A. will love it. So yep. Yeah. No. So, we ended up getting a picture with him. I'll uh, I'll post it on the Tender Mercies uh, when yeah. this comes out on the there Instagram. And uh, but yeah, got a picture with Tom. And I was the biggest of my friends. I stand at six foot four. I shook Tom's hand makes me look small oh yeah and you don't see it in the picture makes me look tiny big old dude tom hit us up tom yeah tom if you're listening to this i would love to come do some uh son's commentary with you shout out tom shout out tom chambers yeah um well let's keep moving do you have any other uh nope any other things to shout out well i did get another please yeah let's let's go over some of our reviews because i have quite a bit so while you look for yours, I'll start with another one. I, I, I don't really have any more, I guess. Okay. So I have another one from Tom Smith. Left us another oh. review on uh, Apple Podcasts. Oh. So Tom Smith.
1: Tom's fancy. I knows yeah. how to do
0: that stuff. Five stars. uh uh-huh. Title of the uh, review, extra, extra, listen, all about it. I, I could do that like in a New York accent, but that would be terrible. Or you but, could do like this old 40 thing. Extra. Wait. Uh. Extra. Extra. Read all about it. Okay. let's. But listen all about it is what he says. Okay. Um, five stars like I said. And it says this just in. Tender mercies with Joe and Tegan. Tegan. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll have to get Tegan on the podcast. All is right. becoming my obsession. Oh. Like a moth to the flame. <laughs> like a pre-load, preloader to an early morning shift. That's a little <laughs> UPS reference for you. These days, as we all know, the air gets chillier, but my ears only warm up with tender mercies. Um, even if anything even if anything I say is not canon, biblical, or doctrinal, I am on I am an honest and true man. Don't you forget it. I love you guys. Hmm. Now, I'm gonna go on to another well so Tom, I appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, you let me know who Tegan is and I will reach out to see if he wants to do a podcast. Shout out Tegan. A, shout out Tegan. Unknown Tegan. Um, but we're going to move on because I have a bone to pick with your father-in-law. Joe. Oh,
1: my father-in-law,
0: your father-in-law. Okay. My grandpa. Oh, okay. Gary, I love you to death. You've done a lot to help us out, but Gary, you're hurting the podcast. Gary leaves us a review. Uh, and I'll, uh, I'll start with what he said. Okay. Loved your choice in movies for comedies. Have you seen my blue heaven? It's One a- of my faves.
1: It- uh, by the way, that's a good call. Uh, okay. That's what's, that's one of my favorite Steve Martins for sure.
0: Okay. Also the vacation movies. Oh, heck yeah. You guys are great. Love the story from Joe about the 93 Suns games. Now, great review. I appreciate the kind words.
1: Yeah, that's really, that's awesome. I didn't
0: know you'd left anything. Yeah. Where I, where my bone to pick comes in. Okay. Is he rated us four out of five stars. I'm not going to pick that bone. That's pretty high. It is pretty high, but that hurts the podcast. Four out
1: of five? Four out of five. All right. I, I, I mean, I, I'm proud of four out of five. It's like it's like if I got like a C plus in math or something, I'd be all bragging about it. Yeah.
0: But we have a couple more from Too Far. So I don't, I'm i not sure which of the Fars that is, but okay. from Too Far, interesting. Five stars. One of our new favorite podcasts. Oh, nice. From Seven Limes. Oh, that's I know who that is. Yes, we... Shout out Ken.
1: hmm hmm
0: Two of the best to ever do it. World class talent, endless entertainment. And that's coming from Ken, who is a fancy big executive at a fancy big company that people all know about. So
1: No, he's neither of those things.
0: Well he was. Yeah, he's he smells bad. <laughs> Here's another one. We have we have secret admirers. Love Instagram, smiley face, smiley face, smiley face, smiley face, smiley face, smiley face says Joe is hot. Five stars. Love listening. Highly recommend giving a listen. Thanks, Tom. I believe that was your wife. Oh. <laughs> I think that was Lindsay. <laughs> and then I don't know who this is, but I would love for them to reach out and let me know. Um, the title of this uh, review is Merch. Five stars. From Oh, yeah.
1: We need merch.
0: Yes. And I'm working on it. Oh, yeah. But uh, DJ UDBRHDJFJ. So whoever you are, Uh they said, well, they said, great podcast, need merch ASAP. Um, But I I would love to know who you are. Who's calling for the merch? Yeah, let us know, man. Because if you reach out to me and can prove that it's you. I'll uh, send you. Well, we'll send you our first line of merch. I'll send uh, you something free.
1: I'll send you a pair of dirty socks. That's our merch.
0: Um, Okay. Um, Joe, we got a couple emails. All right to the tender pot or tender mercies podcast at gmail.com email. Oh, so right after we finished recording Thursday's episode, I was walking home, beautiful evening. Felt good. My phone rings <gasps> or not. Well, my phone dings at me. Okay. Telling me we have an email at the tender mercies podcast. Okay. at Gmail.com email All right. from Carter Solomon. Okay. In which he says, gentlemen, I spent a whole day at work listening to the podcast. <laughs> Best day of work I've had in a while. I'm here to ask that you please reveal the name of the Lobo Sports podcast because you promised you would in episode 1, but never did, unless I missed it, which I definitely might have. This Anyways, is, please shout me out on the next pod. Go Lobos.
1: This is interesting because we'll just we'll let the cat out of the bag right now. One of our first guests, for Behind the Fence podcast,
0: we were hoping would be the famous Carter Solomon. So I responded. Oh. And I told him. Oh. I said, hello, Carter Solomon. Keeping it professional. Uh-huh. Do keep that professional with him. He, it, he he gets kind of, you know. He <laughs> gets a little informal at times. But I said, we at Tender Mercy Studios are thrilled to have you as a listener. We're even more floored by your effort to write us this email. Aside from your I'm personalized just, I'm shout I'm floored out, he can spell. And it was all grammatically correct. Mm-hmm. But aside from your personal shout out, here are some other perks for you to enjoy. We are inviting you and one guest, preferably one person or another person. I named two people, but we're still working on that to join Trey and Joe for the first episode of Behind the Fence, a Tender Mercy Sports podcast as a guest.
1: Dream guest, Carter Solomon and Steve Rill. Ooh, he would be good. Yeah, I haven't that, I haven't thought of him yet. That's dream guest.
0: Yeah. And then Carter Solomon, I actually didn't see this email, but he responded back and said, wow, I'm ecstatic. I will gladly join as a guest. I will pray and ponder on who will join me and get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you very much. That's cool. So there's one. Very exciting. So Carter, I appreciate that email. It made my walk back to my house very enjoyable. Okay. Um, We got another one on Wednesday of this week from Patrick Kermott, my coworker. Okay. Hey, Patrick. Patrick, this is your shout out. Thanks for listening buddy and he's a, he's a loyal listener and he uh shared our podcast on his personal social medias get out of town so he has a band on uh like he him and his son make music switchblade Squirrel. you can nice. find him on all of the all the big streaming you can find them on YouTube no, go cool. give him a listen. that's cool uh, but yeah he said, hey Trey and Joe when are you guys going to record a dope theme song for your podcast
1: all right so just this more or just yesterday i uh i was listening to some stuff just listening to some itunes shuffling around and i was thinking this intro would be good for this podcast of course trey's like mr. prissy like (laughs) i follow the rules we can't do that They'll they'll put us in jail was joking you know if we put in licensed music on spotify we can't do that but well no so my idea was just go and listen to twista overnight celebrity just listen to the intro the violin part that would be a great intro tell us what you think about that one patrick
0: yeah Well, and so the problem is with that is I I was like, sure. But the thing is, is if you put licensed music in an like a Spotify podcast episode, you can't share it anywhere else. It stays on Spotify. So
1: let's let's do uh, original. That's the other one I was thinking. Just doing something original. It'd be cool. Just lay down a beat or I don't know if Patrick would be interested in doing something like this. I've been
0: speaking. I've been talking to him about it. uh Uh-huh. I think one of these days I'm gonna I'm gonna he has this little studio at his house. Oh, that'd be cool. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna take my ukulele up there. His son plays the drums. He plays guitar. Um, get up there, nice. crank something out, and we'll uh, we'll make that our intro. Nice. But I'll get with you first before I do that and figure out the kind of the the feel that we want mm-hmm. the song to have. But yeah. So thank you, Patrick.
1: Slayer, Angel of Death, do something like that. Yeah,
0: no big deal. And then he sent us a second email. He told me that while writing that email he wrote that to us while uh listening to the podcast and then later in that same episode he had a second question so he emailed us a second time saying trey why do you not like lemon bars who hurt you so this is something we haven't covered on the podcast i didn't know you don't like lemon bars i love Uh, lemon bars everyone around me loves lemon bars
1: wait did i know you don't like lemon bars or i don't think so
0: So, uh, on the same vein as lemon bars, this episode is brought to you by someone who makes lemon bars, also known as Bread and Basics here in Snowflake. Uh, they're not paying for this. I don't think they know this podcast exists. However, talking about lemon bars got Joe and I pretty excited for lemon bars. And according to Joe, Bread and Basics makes the best lemon bars, so... Take expert testimonial from Joe, which, like I said, he says that they're the best. So go out, try them. Uh, Maybe get yourself a Mountain Dew Amp. Get yourself a brownie while you're there. Get yourself a sandwich or some soup. Uh, They got it all over there at Bread and Basics across the street from Maverick in the parking lot with APS. So uh, get on down there. Try some of that good stuff. All right, Joe. So we got... One more email I want to go over. So the title of this email, quite lengthy. It's a mouthful. A.O. Staten Island People-Joe. hyphen Joe. Not to be confused with 90 rap, 90s rapper Fat Joe or 90s R&B singer Joe, famously featured on Still Not a Player by 90s right, rapper right. Big Pun, still who was a frequent collaborator with 90s rapper Fat Joe. That was just the title of this email.
1: Oh, okay. I, I I do respect
0: that. All right. Now, Michael has named our fan base. He's, he's assigned them a name, and I'm all for it. Uh, being? Being Tendies.
1: Okay, yeah. 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 Yep.
0: So, if you're listening to this, you are officially inducted into the Tendies kingdom. Okay. The Tendies box, the Tendies combo, something like that. Um. Yeah,
1: like I like that. Tendies.
0: I like that. Yeah. So, uh, all right. He starts off his email by saying, "What's up, Tendies?" After listening to the ad read episode, something had to be addressed. Joe, at least one of the masses is excited to hear about your '90s hip hop tastes. Nice. With that being said, I have some questions. If you guys are willing to answer.
1: Nice. Yeah. By the way, I have more more takes in this '90s hip hop. Before,
0: I- after. Uh, no, I'm just saying I'll
1: I, I'll I'll do a hip hop talk with Michael uh, outside of '90s any day.
0: Okay, good. Uh, Michael, go ahead and uh, give us a shout out. Um, so Joe, on the note of underrepresented areas with unique sounds in rap, hip, and hip hop, what are your thoughts on the Bay Area hyphy styles? E40, Too Short, yeah. Mac Dre, RBL Posse, etc. Uh,
1: yeah, okay. Uh, I don't know if that's really underrepresented. Two Shorts, huge. Uh, you know, E40, it, it, as big as he's not, like, probably selling albums-wise, although maybe I'm wrong, but he's huge. But, yeah, Two Short, awesome. Some of the best beats out there. Uh, I still listen to him to this day. Uh, you might want to watch ed- listen to some edited stuff uh, <laughs> if, if that's the way you lean, but Two Short's great. I love him.
0: All right. Um, what would you say about the, the representation uh, of areas maybe in the Southwest? Well, yeah, Phoenix? I mean,
1: Arizona, how about that? That, that's underrepresented. I mean, I can't think of any, any type of hip hop coming out of Arizona. I'm sure there's been plenty and probably some good stuff and maybe the stuff I've heard of. I can think of some music like rock and roll, like gin blossoms. Yeah, the format, uh, Jimmy Eat World. Jimmy World. Oh, uh, let me think. There was some other, like, kind of pop punky stuff at that time, too, kind of like Jimmy World. But yeah, I don't know. I guess they're kind of under. Uh, compared to the West Coast, I totally get what he's saying, though. Because if you go Southern California, I mean, not compared to the West Coast, but if you're talking about the West Coast, and if you go Southern Cali, that's all you think is hip hop. Even yeah. if, even if you didn't grow up in the NWA era. So that I totally understand what he's saying. But man, too short. How about him, you know?
0: Alright. So I pulled up I Googled a list of hip hop artists from Arizona. Okay. I recognize one name, although I know I haven't listened to any other song.
1: Tell They're me Arizona. that name.
0: Futuristic.
1: Yeah yeah, I know a rapper named
0: Future. They're Future. This is Futuristic, and I feel like I saw something. From futuristic, yeah, I never listening. heard of
1: futuristic. Futures kind of, yeah, I mean,
0: futures big, yeah. No, so I'll go through the list. You have Judge DeBoss. never heard Willie North Pole, never heard Ali uh, Ali Tominique. never heard.
1: This could just mean my. It's my fault though. I mean, these guys could be somewhat
0: big. I I don't recognize any, yeah, any of these names. Yeah. Sincerely, Collins. Yeah, Isaiah Toothtaker, no. Injury Reserve Swindo, foreknown. Known uh no oh yeah prime i don't know i bet we haven't heard of any no but cool yeah uh yeah so the the arizona scene not uh
1: doesn't seem like
0: it does it i I mean
1: it's a large does it have california's population ain't close but phoenix is really a large city now it really is so i'm surprised there's not a little bit more of that coming out of there i do know a guy who uh, owns and runs a st- music studio out of the valley, and he's very successful. Oh, good for him! shout him out. Uh, well, uh, no, nah. <laughs> okay, no, we're not shouting <laughs> I don't know him that well. I just gotcha. know his, I know his kid more.
0: Gotcha. Okay, no big deal. All right. Um, his next question: What are some? Uh, what are some of your guys' favorite album art covers?
1: Well, that's a good question uh you want me to go yes yeah, off the top of my head um i love met i love good metal and metal art i think it's got some of the best out there i'll go with this like black sabbath black sabbath Their it's their debut album it's it's got like the big haunted house with the witchy looking person it sounds kind of corny but this is this is the 60s this was like very different to be putting out that type of album art and stuff. So I go with uh, that as one. If we can go hip hop, uh, man, something as simple as like the Chronic. Uh, that it's just like it's simple, but it's 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 classic forever. Or how about that? Um, mm, just like the Nas album, matic with the kid. That one's okay. pretty cool.
0: So if we're going hip hop unfortunately this is uh about as far as my knowledge extends i'm gonna go with the album art for the marshall mathers lp2
1: okay that's the one that's kind of like in black and white but not really it's the one with the kid on the 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 kid staring or not
0: no this is the one with the house oh okay yeah oh it's some shady uh that's not this is lp2 oh okay so this was uh 2013 i was a freshman in high school all
1: right yeah it's kind of a uh, Classic-looking album cover, for sure.
0: But if we're going just all album covers, um, I'm going to go, number one, Abby Lane. All right. I mean, probably the most iconic album cover of all time. How about... I'm going back to hip-hop. Okay.
1: And... You know, I'm I'm just thinking of ones that enter my head, and probably the one that does the most is the N.W.A. straight out of Compton. Oh yeah, the one where they're looking down the, you got you got all their faces looking down at the sidewalk yeah. and sticking the picture. Mm-hmm. That's that, a good one. That one's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, Beatles wise, uh, I'd probably go like Rubber Soul. That's a cool cover. I think I mentioned that album last
0: time. You I, did. I like that album.
1: Um, or <laughs> how about? I don't know. I don't. Really, I don't think I love Beatles album covers.
0: I just thought you know Abby Lane so uh, recognizable, iconic. Like
1: the Allison Chain's Nutshell album cover. That one's cool. Is that the one with the the jar? Yep. Yeah. Or I guess it's Jar Flies and it's got Nutshell in it. That's what I should have said. Gotcha. All
0: right. Um, Other than that, I'm not, you know, album art doesn't do a whole lot for me. I love it. Good. Um, Okay. What are some musical acts you would like to go back in time to see or experience and or experience?
1: Hmm. 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 Me? I go the original Ozzy Osbourne lineup after he came out of Sabbath. He had Randy Rhodes as his guitarist, one of the greatest guitarists ever. I think he died when he was twenty four, an airplane. He was inside of an airplane and they, they were buzzing a bus, just messing around, hit the bus. Randy died. So I'd go original lineup with with Randy, which would be who, guys? Let's go. Is it Lee who was on that? Like Lee Kerslake? Or was it anyway, but with Randy. Okay.
0: Um for years mine was the Beatles, uh, when they when they uh did the Elvis Sullivan show for the first time coming to America just i mean Beatlemania was already building but this i mean really just took the top off and right. I mean yeah but as of late watching like Elvis Presley yeah watching the Elvis movie and whatever i might have to go Elvis Elvis would be cool he would be a Elvis would winner. be a good pick and I... not i'm not necessarily like super late Elvis but you know War Elvis would have been really fun.
1: Yeah, Elvis would be a cool pick if you're going to go back far like that. That's that's not that's not a bad idea. Like you could get some real classics, or like you could go back to like some cool blues stuff if you yeah. like blues guitar and watch whatever. But
0: yeah, but if we're if we're talking more like it happened in my lifetime, oh, if it happened would, in your lifetime. If it happened in my lifetime, I'd like to go back and see the emotional Roadshow tour with Twenty One Pilots.
1: All right in my lifetime. I'd probably pick an OzFest. Uh, I I did go to a a few OzFests, of course, when I was a kid. It was a festival. The last really good rock festival, not Fest, is pretty cool, but this one Sharon Osbourne managed, and uh, I saw so many good bands. But I'd probably go back and just to a year I went to originally where I saw... Fear Factory on the second stage. I met Burton Fun. Uh, in stage. I also saw Slipknot up on stage at about noon, and nobody was there. And my wife and I were walking, Lindsay and I were walking by, and I look up, and I said to Lindsay, uh, I said something like, yeah, this is going to go nowhere. And and then I remember saying, they got two drummers, because like, the Grateful Dead and stuff have two drummers. It's mm-hmm. rare. It's rare. But yeah. I remember pointing that out. They were wearing the Slipknot cl- clown costumes, whatever. I wasn't into it. And then I remember like a couple of years later going, oh, the biggest band in the world right now. We saw when there was literally nobody. Nobody <laughs> so watching them. It'd be cool to go back and see that, mostly for Fear Factory. I love Fear
0: Factory. Awesome. All right. So <clears throat> he left me a pretty lengthy question. Alright. So, Trey, this one's for you. What do you think of the mid-2000s rap... Or what do you think the mid-2000s rap scene would look like if the Juice Crew slash Boogie Down Productions beef had alternatively resulted with KRS-One and Scott Rock not making criminally minded? Specifically, what differences do you think would have existed in the production, lyrical composition, and intentions with the disused um, against Irv Gotti and Ja Rule by 50. Murder, Inc. In in that same vein, I would invite you to consider the impact that that alternative history would have had on the reputation of Black Wall Street as well as the career Again, of the game after yeah. the documentary potentially opening doors uh, for features on Kanye West projects before 2022's Easy, akin to Jamie Foxx's collaborations. In a more immediate sense, do you feel that the absence the, uh, 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 <laughs> uh, in a more immediate sense? Do you feel that the absence of a diss against Queens as a whole in the bridge is over would have led to the shift of the East versus West beef, as the East Coast would have been seen would have seen a longer and more established unification compared to the tension seen during the height of Death Row records.
1: Uh, hmm. What do you think about that? I got an answer.
0: Let's start with yours, then I'll give you mine.
1: All right. Well. I don't know really what KRS-One has to do with any of that, but like I didn't know he had much to do with the West Coast, East Coast beef. I'll admit I didn't listen to much of the question. I'm sorry, Jeremy. Uh, I was. Jeremy's his dad. <laughs>
0: I don't know how you knew that, but Jeremy's his dad. This is Michael.
1: Oh, Michael? Who's Jeremy?
0: His dad, oh. but I don't know how you knew that. I don't know.
1: I think Michael and Jeremy sound the same to me, but anyway, um, I'll just go east coast west coast uh, is how I'll answer this question because because um, Michael goes way deep too deep for me. I <laughs> only recognize like Caros one from the beginning. Irv Gotti I recognize Little Murder Inc and Black Wall Street and all that. But uh, to that man, I will tell you what, like being a fan of hip hop in that during that time, it was such a odd time because it was so it was so sad because it ended like in murders for the cheesiest stuff. If you, I mean, I shouldn't say cheesy for sure. Cause this was very real life stuff, but you know, not stuff that needed to result like, life and death. Yeah. Even like Biggie and Tupac and all those guys ended up saying like, what are we doing here? You know? And it, it was kind of a goofy time, but man, talk about some albums that came out of that ready to die from Biggie. And, all eyes on me and, and all that that but th- that was a boring answer.
0: No, so I'm gonna take that. Um, I people had to, you know people didn't need to die. Yeah, you know, sad as as that is. Yeah, well, um, peace. You know, but at the same time, I think that it really did forge the music scene into what it is, especially hip hop. You know, it the did easy-
1: West Coast like Death Row Records and Chug and all that stuff? A lot of, of that kind of um, thrived off of that west coast stuff and i don't know if you remember but snoop a lot of people forget snoop didn't even stay at, at death row snoop went over to master p and then snoop's a real one man was that a real thing to do i don't know but
0: i have no idea but i, just, I sure I really... wouldn't
1: want to be uh i sure wouldn't want my boss to be should knight
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so <clears throat> um but at the at the base of this question michael here's what i'm going to say if there was any alternative ending to this, I think that the hip hop world would definitely not be where it is today. I, I don't think that the art of diss tracks would be where it's at today, and I think that rap has been taken a lot more seriously as a result of what happened. So, any alternate ending so to trade, this pro murder, essentially, I have to be okay because that's just how it played out. Okay, well, who am I? To, who am I to go against God's plan? I, I'm against, Drake, I'm against violence, but no, I am too. But oh, it's okay. God's plan. I can't, I can't, I can't right. uh, whatever, but
1: right. I'm a peacemaker. So, I'm a
0: <laughs> so, and anyways, I mean, West better than East, at least in my opinion, I don't know anything about this rivalry. I don't know anything about this beef. I don't <laughs> know any of the names really that were involved in this question. I know Ja Rule. <laughs> ja Rule, um, and I don't even listen to him. And do you I know, also do you know
1: who had the big beef with Ja Rule. Do you, you, don't remember who that was? Jay Z.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. That's probably how I know him. But. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, he ends his email with, P.S., hope you guys are doing well and having fun. I can feel that <clears throat> the Monster, not the Monster, I apologize, that the Mountain Dew AMP um, sponsorship is coming. All right, cool. So, Thanks, Michael. Yeah, it's coming in hot. Um, I appreciate that. And for me, I think one more thing that I, I want to cover, I guess, or kind of go back to is uh, Carter Solomon. If you're still listening, I hope you are. Um, I would love for you to send us a voice memo. Keep, so, keep it clean. Keep it clean, please. But the th- really cool thing about Carter Solomon is he heard about this podcast from his coworkers.
1: He's also a dreamboat.
0: And he is a dreamboat. So, ladies, hit him up. Um, but no, he he was telling me that he found this podcast through his coworkers. It's funny. I would have assumed it was from Colby. Right. But it wasn't. And so, Carter go to your coworkers, find out how your coworkers found out about it. Yeah. Leave me a voice memo and find like, let me know the origin of this whole story. Yeah. It made me like very happy inside to know that somehow, some way this got out to somebody and it, you know, it's spread in that way because most of our listens have come from me hounding people to listen to it. Like AIDS. I am the AIDS of our podcast. I spread. Right. No. Uh, yeah. So <clears throat> coming to a close, um, I promised the uh, listeners a little bit of pickleball talk, Joe. Okay. And I asked the question, is it in or is it out? Now, you said it's obviously out. Yeah. I didn't know what you meant. Well, let me explain it, Joe. Like with any sports game. Okay, is this
1: is the final thoughts thing. This isn't my final thoughts. <laughs> okay. Did you look up Jerry Springer? I didn't. Uh, I, I want to so bad. Jerry Springer's final thoughts compilation. Yeah.
0: Going to work full-time, school full-time, and then podcasting on the side while going to volleyball games, no, I'm a little full. No but excuses. No excuses. This
1: is Jerry Springer.
0: <laughs> so is it in or is it out? It's a very simple question, and let's break it down. So as I was saying before, with any game, you have a boundary. Yeah. Right? There's, there's a line that says, this is the playing field. Yep. Okay? Now, a lot of times people, Due to human error, we hit the ball too hard. We hit it too soft. We hit it too far to the left, too far to the right. And the ball lands outside of the the lines in play. Okay. Right? okay all right. Which results in what we pickleballers like to call out. Touchdown. Close. Okay. Close. Like how a touchdown is out of the field. Right. Right. Safety. So, right. <laughs> Touchback, if touchdown, you will. Okay. <laughs> if the ball lands outside the lines of play, it is out. Okay. And if it lands inside the the lines, it is in. Okay. If it's in, play on. If it's out, play ends there. And so the question of is it in or is it out, Joe, the the question really comes down. When you observed the ball, was it inside the lines of play? Was it outside? Make the call. Continue on. And that's been Pickleball Thoughts with Trey and Joe. Yeah. And uh, next week. Let's talk paddles. Hmm. Let's do. All right. And Rizza from Wu-Tang. And Rizza from Wu-Tang. I've got Riz. Joe's got Rizza. Let's figure this out. It'll be a bussin' episode. Thanks, that, Lisa.
1: That's a call. Thanks, Michael. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Tom. Who's Brian?
0: Uh, I don't remember. I don't think we had a Brian. But, yeah, thanks to Carter. Thanks to Lisa. Carter. Thanks to uh, Patrick. Thanks to Michael. Thanks to Tom, thanks to Gary, thanks to Too Far. thanks to Lindsay, um, I, thanks to Karen. I mean, we're doing this for you, Karen, and we have not heard from you um, in, a, in one of the established forms of communication with the Tender Mercies podcast. Thanks to our forefathers. Thanks to our forefathers, of course. Keep it real. Thanks to AC Units for keeping us warm, and thanks to Vacuums for being the best household appliance yes. that you can get. yes. And uh, anyways, later Lobos. Later Lobos.